choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 yo. What up? It's Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. I'm back. Thanks for asking Kells, Kells Podcast, episode 204. How's everybody doing? I am doing well. I'm a little sleepy, a little tired. So we're going to zip through this. I am on the couch, though. I like this couch set. I'm glad I thought of this. Because I was going to do a little bit different. Which reminds me, um, I told y'all I'm going to start moving to YouTube. And I am and Instagram a little bit more. And I, I mean, I'm on Instagram pretty okay. But I'm going to start doing these on YouTube. But I have to figure it out. Because, like, I, you know, I do these during the work after during the week after work. So I come home and put my house clothes on, you know looking like whatever, but I can't be looking like whatever on YouTube, you gotta have on, you know, you gotta look decent, your hair gotta be cut, you gotta, so, I can't do that, you know, during the week, uh, after work, so, or, yeah, I just, I can't, I don't have the time or the energy, um, so I gotta, I said all that to say, I have to figure out how I'm gonna do it, I might just do something different for YouTube, I mean, something, you know, uh, anchored in this podcast, but maybe an extra, you know, what tip, what people typically do on the Patreons and all that, maybe I'll do something like that, and maybe I'll even link it to that Patreon, like, maybe I'll finally use that, I have that, I, I don't give it to y'all, just because, listen, I, it's enough, it's, it's, y'all that work and do all this extra content, God bless, I don't know how y'all do that shit, because I ain't got time, I, I don't, I don't know where y'all find the time to do your full podcast and the extra shit for Patreon, I have not mastered that uh, space-time continuum yet. So anyway, just wanted to let y'all know. Bear with me. I have not forgot. I got all the equipment. I just need to figure out, and I, I don't want to. I can't just say I'm gonna do it on Saturday because you know I only have weekends and to do stuff. So you know that's another block of time I have to figure out how, how to make it happen. So anyway, just give y'all an update on that. All right, so let's go. Um. Yours and Negritude is going out to the Game of Thrones premiere, the first episode, you know, as 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 the first episodes tend to be, um, was a little slow, because they were setting up, and, you know, moving us on, and showing what was what, um, so, but, I mean, you know, it was an excellent outfit, um, Daenerys had her, that bad bitch coat on, um, you know, they finally came back to Winterfell, um, and, you know, we just, everybody was just, we waited two years, so everybody was just glad to see it back, y'all motherfuckers that binge watch, we tired of y'all already, I wish y'all would just, th- listen, just watch the show, cause y'all just saying all kind of dumb shit, you been watched, binge watch, so you ain't getting the, the context, and I mean, I, honestly though, some of y'all who don't binge watch, I wonder what show y'all watch sometimes, cause y'all now, and I'll be like, what are you talking about, like y'all analysis and what happened to different, I'll be like, that's not, what, what are you talking about? Um, but y'all that binge watch are even worse because y'all just don't y'all haven't read the books, which not that you have to not that you have to read the books, but it helps because there's a lot more um you know, the character like Cer- Cersei's character in particular is as well as it's portrayed and as well as uh Lena Heatley does with it, Cersei has 
there's more backstory and explanation to why Cersei is the way she is in the books, and you don't really get that on the series, I mean, you, you know, the character comes through, but there's, you know, Cersei is, there's reasons why, she's not cruel just to be cruel, she, she's cruel, but she has reasons for it, she just doesn't, you know, like her father told you, you're not as smart as you think you are, and you're dangerous, because you, you know, the way you operate, but she, you know, there's more to her character, the Sand Snakes, um, they were sold very short, there's, they're way more to them, and Oberyn, and the whole, the whole situation down in Dorne, way more to that than what was portrayed on, you know, the screen, so, anyway, said all that to say, shout out, yours and Negra 2, Game of Thrones is back the last season, y'all lied to us though, y'all told us it was gonna be a shorter season, shorter episodes, cause the episodes are gonna be longer, that is not true, that episode last night was an hour, and somebody tweeted the list for all the episodes coming, and it ain't this one that's like 68 minutes, the rest of them joined to an hour, Yo, somebody lied, somebody told a lie one day, anyway, that's the yours and negra too, but since I'm on it, let's get into it, so I just, I kind of touched on it just then, but like, um, this first episode, like, y'all, listen, I'm, I'm team Targaryen, in case you ain't know, you know, fire cannot burn the dragon, I've been team Targaryen since day one, because I am a traditionalist, and I believe that they are the rightful heirs to the throne, and they were usurped, and nobody has a claim to that throne over them, now, granted, you can usurp, you can usurp the, the throne, but if you usurp the throne, you have to hold the throne, because it's not yours, you took it, you broke up the line, you have to hold it, and for those people who don't know, I've said this before, the, um, Game of Thrones, George, GRM is a, I mean, as you know, is an outstanding author, the story in the world that he's created is, is, is just, you know, amazing, but the, the story of the Seven Kingdoms and the different fight, it's based on the War of the Roses, which was a historical um, fight for the throne in England in the uh, let me not get it wrong I want to say the end of the 12th beginning of the 14th, but let me check, but it was similar where um, it was between the Yorks and the Lancasters and, um, I think the Lancasters ended up winning, yes, I'm pretty sure they did, and, um, when was the War of the Roses? Um, and if you've watched, um, hold on, the War of the Roses was, not the movie, no, the actual one, here we go, um, yeah, that's what I thought, okay, oh no, I was actually wrong, so it's the end of the, um, the mid to the end of the 15th century, so the War of the Roses went from 1455 to 1487 in England, and basically it was a, a, a civil war fought over the throne, and um, so right now the royal family's last name, they have some German last name, but you know, they're, they're um, Queen Elizabeth II, right? She's Elizabeth II, Elizabeth I was Elizabeth I, who was the daughter of Henry VIII. Henry VIII came to the throne because of what happened with the War of the Roses, because prior to the War of the Roses, going back a very long time, the, the um, royal house, the last name for the royal house was Plantagenet, because Anglo-Saxon and um, the Normans had a big fight, and the Normans won, and the Normans were the French, and so for a long time, the English monarchs, they were French base, so, uh, Richard the Lionheart, Richard the First, Eleanor of Aquitaine, all of his, the line was through, was French, and their last name was Plantagenet, until they were unseated by the War of the Roses, um, 
The Lancasters and the Yorks were a branch of the Plantagenet house, and they all traced their descendants back to one of the Edwards, not Edward the First. I think it was Edward the Third. If you've seen Braveheart, um, Edward the Longshanks, that that was Ed, that was Edward the First. That was the um, Battle of Hastings. That uh, not the Hastings, the Battle. Yeah, the Battle of Hastings in in the tenth in the eleventh century. Ten. Damn, I should know that. You should have to know that date. I don't know anymore. 1092, 1066, whenever Battle Hastings was. Anyway, that was William Longshanks. That was William the First, a Plantagenet king. Then his son and his son and his son until they got up to William one or Ed, not William Edward. Uh, Edward the First. I can't remember when Edward the Second was, but I, it was. I think it was the third Edward. Yes, because it wasn't the second. Anyway, that's when this whole war broke out, and it was a it was a battle for the house, for the throne, and the House of Lancaster and the House of which ended up being House of Tudor. You understand? Tudor are are the family that the House of Tudor now is is the family that's you've heard of, and you've heard of it because of War of the Roses. So the Lancaster was red. They called the War of the Roses because the Lancaster flower was red and the and red rose, and the House of York was the white rose. Okay, um, the Lancasters ended up winning, and um. The part of the story that you guys probably know is, so, one of the kings died young. Henry the, one of the Henrys, <laughs> I don't know, one of the Henrys died young. And because he died young, it, it, it created a um, a contest for the, for the throne. And um, everybody was fighting for the throne. And Edward the Fourth, I think, was it the fourth? One of the Edwards. I don't know the names. Anyway, he ended up taking the throne, and you heard, you, he ended up, I guess, not, well, not usurping, but grabbing the throne, and you've heard of the two princes in the tower. The two princes in the tower were the rightful heirs to the, uh, the sons of the, of the, um, person, uh, his older brother, who had the better claim. But, the older brother was, like, killed, I can't remember if he was killed or he died, and so, um, Edward, took the throne, this new Edward, I forgot, fourth or fifth, whichever one he was, took the throne, and he, um, not Edward, Richard, I'm sorry, I'm getting these names fixed up, let me Google so I have it right, um, y'all know the history, I'm just getting the names wrong, y'all know, cause I'm tired, um, anyway, long story short, killed the princes, well, we don't know, yeah, no, actually we do, I think they found, I think they confirmed recently, I'm not even sure about that. I think yes, they didn't know for years the fate of two princes. Everybody assumed they were killed because they were last seen in the Tower of London. They were t- taken prisoner and then they disappeared. And then I think like very recently, like they because they finally found what they think are the burnt bones, and I think they DNA tested them against Charles and they matched. And so they finally figured out what happened to the two princes. But for a long time, it was a mystery of what happened to them. And um, so anyway, long story short. Yeah, the princes in the tower, they that's what they were that's right. Okay. They yes, it was Edward the Fourth and Elizabeth Woodville had the princess. So then it was his brother, the prince's uncles, who came and took the throne and was supposed to watch over these boys and ended up and he killed them so that he could take the throne. And um the whole thing, the War of Roses ended up with the um battle of um I don't know where there was some big battle where Richard was felled, and he was finally killed, and the Lancasters won, and they only recently found Richard under where he fell, um, 
under some parking lot in London, also not too long ago, like a few years back, and they DNA tested him because they didn't know he fell from his horse and he was like killed, and that ended the war, and uh, um, the the Lancasters ended up winning. So, but anyway, that's what the, the um the war that's what um the plot for Game of Thrones is based on. So if you know that, it also helps because it gives you a little bit of background of like where he might be going with it because you know what happened with the War of Roses, but. What I want to say is, like, the first episode, man, people was coming, y'all, listen, y'all been, I'm a Marine, y'all know this, once a Marine, always a Marine, I'm a Marine, I've been to combat as a Marine and as a civilian, okay, guns, bombs, grenades, bulletproofs, all that, up in the mountains of Kandahar, Herat, all them places, chasing Taliban, snatching them up, laying them down, whatever, okay, y'all been calling Daenerys Targaryen entitled, and y'all, when I say y'all I'm talking about y'all that have been doing it, cause it ain't been everybody entitled for so long and I don't understand what the fuck that you I, I do understand, because y'all are not people who have the range to understand why she's not entitled that's why you call her entitled because when entitled mean, when people say somebody is entitled, like what we call it what we say about millennials a lot what we say is people are demanding stature and respect, and titles, and positions, that they have not earned, you want to be the CEO, you've been here six months, you just learned how to work the printer, and now you think you should be VP, or CEO, you're entitled, you don't understand that those positions are not bestowed, they are earned, you have to go out, and become a VP, and then we'll make you a VP, Daenerys Targaryen is not entitled, because every single title that she rolls off, when you come in her presence, she has done, she is the breaker of chains, cause she freed the slaves, quote finger slaves, she's Khaleesi of the Great Glass Sea, cause she conquered the Great Glass Sea, that kills everybody, okay, she's the Khaleesi of the, of the, of the Dothraki, cause she killed everybody, she's the, uh, what's her other one, um, uh, what's the order, uh, you know, first, all those, at first the Andals, you know, first in her name, cause she's the first in her name, all those titles that come back from being a Targaryen, that have been bestowed upon every Targaryen, she, how, she's not entitled, she rides into battle, and she beats bitches' asses, you get down, or you lay down, I'm gonna come in here, I'm gonna give you a chance, you don't wanna have a chance that we gonna fight, and then I'm gonna win, but I'm, even then, I'm not gonna like make you a slave, but I'm gonna be your queen, period, if you don't like it, I'm gonna burn your ass up, I don't, entitled is crazy, the person who was entitled is Cersei Lannister, Cersei Lannister has done nothing, she blew up the set one time, she can call herself Cersei, first of her name, blew up the set, that's it, she ain't did shit else, she has no claim to the throne, at all, she's a Lannister, the Lannisters are, well, I mean, far enough back, they're all kind of related, but, but, direct line to the throne, the Lannisters have not, okay, Cersei sits from her, her, she gives orders, she, stupid orders, she doesn't care about anything, she doesn't care about the, the, the realm, she doesn't care about the people, everything is about her, and she's just claimed the throne, cause she blew them all up, and you know, good move for that, but, that's entitled, Cersei Lannister has done nothing to deserve all this respect and deference that she wants, not a damn thing, she's entitled, so, yeah, Daenerys comes in like she comes in cause she's a bad bitch, used to have three dragons, now she got two, but she done beat half the world, she got the Dothraki, she got the Unsullied, she got every army that there is, she can beat all of y'all asses, none of y'all can do this on her own, none of y'all can ride dragons none of y'all are fireproof, so yes, I, you gonna bend the knee because I deserve it I have earned it, 
and everybody around here want to be a king or queen and want to claim the throne well guess what that's my throne because I'm a Targaryen and traditionally that's our throne number one and number two I got all this shit and number three I'm the blood of the dragon not him and not him and not her we don't know if John is the blood of the dragon yet we don't know if he if he if he you know if he burns he might be the heir to the throne technically through George RRM if real life he wouldn't be in real life would still be Khaleesi because that's the only way you get queens but whatever I'm letting that point go but we don't know if John is the blood of the dragon we know he can ride a dragon but we don't know if he can be burned and that was the whole point because technically Viserion I mean Viserys who is Khaleesi's older brother he was technically in line for be the throne but like she said and like she kind of sensed you're not the blood of the dragon the thing about the Targaryens, their story was that they were the dragon riders, but the dragons had disappeared, and so, you know, they lost some of their power, and that's how they ended up getting usurped, because they couldn't hoard it over people anymore, but the story always was the prince, and like Miss Sandy said, it's not prince, it's, it's, it's prince or princess that's been promised, and all these all these prophecies of this person has always been the one who was the blood of the dragon, and she is it. We don't know if John is it. So, you know, I don't get the entitled, um, Sansa Stark pulled one joke, and now y'all think she's supposed to sit on the, on the Iron Throne, I don't know why, I've never met any less queen than Sansa in my life, you know, she can be up there in the north and prepare for her people, that's fine, but the whole kingdom, no, um, and yeah, and, and, and this thing with the Tarleys, like, I mean, I feel like most people get it, but like, nigga, it's a war, you took up with Cersei Lannister, you fought for Cersei Lannister against me, you lost, I could have just killed you outright, but I don't do that, I give people chance to follow me, or surrender, you stand and cursing me in my face, call me all kind of foreign bitches and whores, and you see these two big ass dragons I got right here, but you wanna, you know, knock if you buck, fine, you don't wanna surrender, then I'ma burn your ass the fuck up, fuck you, what this shit supposed to do, let them go, y'all think this a game of freeze tag, I'm supposed to just let you go back, so you can be fighting me again tomorrow, fuck out of here, like, first of all, I thought that was lazy writing because I thought that was out of character for Sam because Sam is not emotional and silly like that I understand him being, first of all, his father was trash his brother was trash too, but I understand being shocked, but that turning, oh she's a horrible queen, would you have done that, she's not a that, that was not in line with Sam at all and that wasn't even a rational reaction to what had occurred, because number one she didn't even have to tell him she, he don't, she don't know him from a can of, of shit she didn't know when she killed them that, that they were his uh, family, and she didn't have to say shit, she could have just been like, kept it quiet, but she told him like, oh bro I'm I'm so sorry, but um, your, your trash ass daddy and your brother they tried me, they tried me nigga they tried me, I gave him a chance, and I just had to burn them up, I'm so sorry so, you know I just thought that was a lazy way to draw a wedge between Danny and, and John and I don't, I'm not sure if it will, cause I feel like John should know that that's John hung the little boy that you you hang traitors like that's what you do it's not even controversial like you, nigga you, you fucking fuck out of here so um but Danny is getting a third portrayal so it's either gonna be Missandei or it's gonna be John I don't know the character that we know we know Jon Snow just wants to sit there and eat his food, Jon Snow ain't never want none of this shit, he ain't never want to be the king in the north, he ain't never want to have to go, he wanted to go to the, the, the wall, 
uh, as the bastard he was and live out his days. That's all, that's all he wanted to do. He ain't want to be the king of the north. He ain't want to be the king of the south. He damn sure ain't want to be the heir to the iron throne. He ain't want to nothing. All these jobs they thrust upon John, he does not want them. So, I, I'm curious to see how they're going to work that out and, and have it not be corny, have it not be lazy. Because personally, I don't think John wants the throne. I think John will take it because he, John, you know, he'd be like, oh, really? Nobody, okay, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I guess. But I'm interested to see how it's going to work out. I personally think the Night King is going to come through and kill everybody and that this story is being told by Sam in, you know, after what winter is here, however long winter is this time in the next summer, I think he's telling the story, same way in the first episode, when the, uh, nanny was reading the story to Br- to Bran of the last winter, of what happened in the last winter, the way she was telling him the story, I think Sam is, after this one has come, is telling the story, that's what I think's happening, I don't know, um, the guy that plays Jamie Lannister was on the talk show, and he said he hasn't heard a version yet that gets exact, gets it exactly right, so, you know, we'll see. But yeah, um, fuck. Sorry, hold on, y'all. One thing this new setup does is doesn't allow me to track my. Uh, it's a little harder for me to track my my producer shit. Anyway, um, yeah. So, moving on. Um, oh, let me say this real quick. And I wasn't even gonna mention this, but I, I wanted to. Um. I know a lot of y'all don't watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, but there's a storyline on there. There's a girl on there named Spice. She's Jamaican, and she's talking about bleaching her skin because, you know, according to her, you know, she's, from what I understand, I don't know anything about her, from what I understand, she's a huge star in Jamaica, but she's trying to break into the U.S. Not unheard of. There's people that are huge stars other places, never heard of them here, and, and this is considered the big money market, right? So, okay, fine. But she's got this storyline where she wants to bleach her skin because she's saying that that's what's holding her back and that everybody in the industry has told her that she's too light, I mean too dark, and she needs to be light. And they have this scene where some um, she brings a manager or somebody in who's going to help her with her career. And what he says to her is, you you know, you need to update your look. That's exactly what he didn't say anything about her skin tone, complexion, or nothing. She jumped right to, oh, you're telling me I have to be light-skinned? And, and it was just crazy. And, you know, usually I stay off this topic, and I was going to, but as people were watching it, people were tweeting what I think, so I'm gonna go ahead and say it now, and it's that, look, colorism is real, colorism is a real thing in the world, we all know that, we all know that all over the world, they hate dark skin, darker skin, dark skin people, we know that, that is a thing in the world, however, a lot of you all want to be light skin, and rather than say, because you think it's better, or you think it's prettier, or you think, you know, every bad thing in your life that occurred, that happened to you, it happened because you were dark-skinned, and if you were light-skinned, it would not have happened, and as a light-skinned person, let me just tell you, that's not true, but, you know, I'm not gonna argue with y'all, because we can't, every time we say something, oh, you're light-skinned, you don't, that's, and that's, I felt, she said that to Mimi in the scene, and I felt Mimi's frustration, because it's like, how, how, how you know we don't know? Maybe you don't know, because we're the one that's light-skinned, and according to you, we're the one that gets all the privilege and everything is rosy and, and, and all for us, but you telling us we don't know what it's like to be you. Maybe you don't know what it's like to be us. Because we let you know that it's not so. And so, 
it's like she just really nobody told her that she had to be light skinned and it's like sis if you just change your outfits up and you get better wigs that's, that's I think that's what he was talking about but it's like a projection it's a projection of your insecurity you want to be light skinned cause you think that's that's the be all end all and I just I've, I've always felt that way about people because that's a separate issue from colorism like colorism yes it exists but sis you you know you this you talking about is is not colorism. You you you're you're insecure. Somebody at some point made you feel like dark skin was less, or you just felt like dark skin because my grandma gave you know my cousin the extra butter on his toast, and if I was light skin, I would have got like y'all like y'all project a lot because you just want to be light skin, and I feel like Spice just wants to be light skin because everybody was like, and 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 the thing the thing that's frustrating about it is when when people are bringing this conversation up, nobody be like, it's not even an issue really of, of colorism. People be like, yo, why are you doing this? Why are you letting these people make you feel a way about who you are? Like you're brown skin. That's your complexion. That's it. It's nothing wrong with being brown skin. You're not less than you're not this. You're not that fuck. Why in the world would you ever let these racist, stupid ass, ignorant ass people make you bleach your skin, like, that's a self-esteem thing, that's something with you, and that's why it's frustrating, Art, I felt, I felt Mimi, because everything, oh no, because you're privileged, like, bitch, ain't nobody talking about no fucking privilege, you sound stupid right now, privilege to what, like, what does that have to do with you bleaching your skin, you not gonna be light-skinned, you go, those bleached people look crazy, they look like I don't even know, like, what it is, like, they've been dipped in acid, you don't look human, you don't look natural, you look ridiculous, it's not all over your whole body, like, what are you talking about, privilege, it ain't even, it ain't even that, we just, like, what are you doing, why are you, you're fine the way you are, like, why are you trying to get lighter, what are you doing, so, I just wanted to shout, cause I, I get, that's a topic that, that irks my nerves, and I just felt like that scene, was like all of it, cause me, she tell them, well, you're not really black, and you're privileged, and you don't know, what don't I know, sis, what do I need to know for me to be standing here to tell you that it's a good idea to bleach your skin, and yeah, that'll work, please let me know what it is that I need to know that's gonna make me say that, cause you, and you sounding and looking crazy right now, and you know, a lot of y'all is cause oh niggas only like like it's it's always it's always external. You, the, the bottom line is you you you're uncomfortable with yourself, and that's why you think if you just be light skinned, everything will be better. Cause I don't know, somebody at some point told you that light skin was better, and you believed them. That's the cute. That's the key part. You believed them. Cause that's totally on you. Nobody told, nobody said to her that it was because she was dark skinned, and and it's, I'm telling you, if y'all watch the show, y'all know, sis, get you some better outfits, some better fitting clothes, take off, she just is very, very Jamaican, that might be good in Jamaica, but here you look like a fucking um, parade float, sis, like, tone it down a thousand, alright, moving off of that, um, what I want to do next, let's go to Wendy, so Wendy Williams finally, I am not a fan of Wendy Williams, I don't like Wendy Williams at all, one of the best days in America, I feel, is when Whitney Houston called up to her show and cussed her out that day, I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was one of, that should go down to Black History Month as one of the greatest days in America, Whitney was fed the fuck up, and um, you know, it was iconic, um, but I will say that, you know, 
Whitney, when Whitney died, Wendy talked about her um, issues with drugs, and she talked about it before, and so now that she's going through this shit with her husband, with the mistress and the baby, and she out here, all she passed out, remember that Halloween show where they said it was lupus, and I said that wasn't no goddamn lupus, that was goddamn crackus, that was crack cocaine that, I know, listen I, I'm an 80's kid I lived through the crack era, I know a goddamn fiend falling out on drugs when I see it and that's exactly what they look like and I knew that there wasn't no goddamn lupus that was cocaine, I knew that then um, but you cannot have no man period but especially no no count cheating ass man have you out here looking bananas and just you know on this narcotic and just doing bad and just looking crazy you just can't do it and you know she just was insisting because like a lot of people said, I believe this is true I don't know how old Wendy is, but people, the women of a certain age, of those older ages, they marriage means a whole lot to them. They, you know, being a wife is they talk about this shit like it's a career field, like it's an accomplishment. It's really not. It's not at all. But to them, you know, if they marry me something, then you know, I'm, I'm a, just like them Real Housewives. I'm a, I'm a wife. I'm somebody's wife. Like they feel like that's an accomplishment. And so she was, you know, sitting up there looking a the fool, talking about she not taking this ring off. It's like, girl. Who are you trying to convince? Because all the rest of the world is like, girl, you need to leave his ass, okay? But she finally did. She finally filed for divorce. She she, she has said she's been living in a sober house. So I guess she's getting sober and coming to her fucking senses and realizing that she's bugging. And then I think this dude had a baby with this girl. So, you know, that was that was the camel that started both the camels back. But I just want to say, you know, good, good. I, again, I'm not a fan, but I'm glad because I don't like to see no woman who has worked hard to build her brand and her reputation. I mean, I remember when Wendy was on the radio. I remember when Wendy got fired from the radio because she got fired here in New York and, had, and she was on the radio down in Philly. And I remember that shit you know, and they was like, she never gonna work again, but she worked in Philly, she made Philly work, and then, you know, she got, she got back, and now, and then she got her TV show, and now, you know, from what I understand, it's very successful, doing very well, which always shocks me, because when I, I don't watch it, but sometimes when I see clips, it's a lot of white women in the audience, and I be like, white women watch Wendy Williams like this? Because Wendy Williams is very urban, you know, um, or she comes from urban radio, she comes from an urban background, and I didn't know, you know, people outside of the tri-state really knew who she was, but apparently they do, but, you know, good for you, don't have no raggedy man out here having you doing bad and looking bad, but you, you know, you gonna have to, the the problem though is, and this is, somebody tweeted this, it's like, this why women who have means, and women who have established themselves and have career, have money, do not marry these dudes, these dudes that are below you, that are beneath you, that don't bring anything to the table, like I was telling you, Monique, stop making them your manager, stop letting them ride on your coattails, because Wendy is gonna have to break off that man money, people talking about, oh, everything in your name, it does not matter, she, he, and her have been married since before she was on the radio or anything, she built her career while she was married to him and she is going to have to pay him the court, the same way if a woman stays with a man for 20-30 years and they get divorced, you get your uh, uh, a marriage is a business arrangement it is a contract, it is a contractual uh, arrangement where each person agrees to c- combine their funds and everything that they build during that marriage is going to be community or marital property Okay, so when you break up, 
the court doesn't just say, oh, well, everything's in your name and that's it. No, that man has been with her since day one, and she's gonna have to pay him out, and that's why people still marry these niggas, because what has he done? Whatever he has done, he got executive producer credits, this, that, and other, he got that on you, sis. He got that through you. Ain't nobody know who he was. He's your husband, okay? You kept your maiden name, Wendy Williams, for a reason, right? Um, because it's you it's a career you built on your back, through your work, you show up on the TV every day, you're the one going out making appearances, you're the one that was on the radio, okay, you're the one that you, he, not him, and now you're gonna have to give him probably half, um, I know, I know New York law, actually, I don't know if they're in Jersey or New York, I don't know where they are, what law would apply, I happen to know New York law, I'm not gonna explain it to y'all, but she's gonna have to give him half, She she's not, she's gonna have to pay him, um, because, you know, he's he was there from day one, but, you know, good for her that she finally, you know, let that gotta be Mary shit go, cause y'all be killing me with that. Alright, uh, what do I wanna do next? Okay, let's do this next. So, the other day, and I really don't like to touch on this, because I don't, I've said before, LGBT stands for lesbian, bi, gay, and trans, and I know next to nothing, zero about trans, I don't know about trans, I don't understand trans, I just take them at their word, cause, you know, I don't know, and I don't need to know, they say they feel like, you know, they in the wrong body, they, they feel like they're a woman, or they're, if they're a trans woman, or they feel like they're a man, if they're a trans man, I take their word for it, I don't understand it, I'm, I am gay, I dress the way I dress, but I'm not a man, and I don't, I, although I feel very masculine, I told y'all last week, it's different between that, I'm not a man, and I don't think I would want to be a man, you know, not all the time, like, maybe if I could, you know, do it for a little few hours, maybe, like, you know, I don't know, but, like, all the time, I, I don't, it doesn't, I don't, it don't seem fun, or cool, you know, maybe just, like, a day, like, oh, every other Tuesday, let me be a man, I could be tall, you know, I could be standing up, you know, you know, get a, get some, get, get, get a, you know, some fun stuff done to parts, but they not be good, you know, at midnight, turn me back, turn me back, I'm good, nigga, I, you know, I don't wanna do this for two days in a row, I don't be musty and shit, you know, shaving and all that, it just don't seem, anyway, um, so Morehouse, but, but, I feel like with the trans issue, it's, it weighs very heavily trans women, we only hear about men who trans, form into women, we very rarely hear about trans men, who, and it's fascinating to me, because, not that I've done research, but I mean, I've done a little bit, you know, cause I, I, I just, I was curious, I was like, so when you turn into a man, how does it work, because I know how it works with the, you know, again, they've explained the, the man to woman surgery a million times, they basically take the biologically, you know, we're all, when we're born, we're all neutral, we, we, are, we all have both sex organs, and then, at some stage of your pregnancy, you get a surge of either testosterone or estrogen, and that's what determines if you're gonna be a, um, boy or girl, and then, if you're a boy, your sex organs, they grow out into a penis, if you're a girl, they stay inside, and they become a vagina, so what they do to turn a man into a woman is they take the penis, and they slice it, and they basically make a vagina, they slice it, and shove it back up inside, like a woman, right, um, you don't, I, I don't think you get ovaries and all of that, but you get a vagina, right, and then you have to take hormones and everything to maintain it, um, but, but the male side, I was always curious, I'm like, well, how do you make a penis, though, because, you know, a penis has, you know, all the veins and arteries and everything, and so I looked into that, and I just find it fascinating, because that, to go from, um, woman to man is more difficult, you know, because they have to make a penis, and you're not able to, it's, 
you know, it's, it's a lot more to it. So I've always been fascinated by that side. And, um, so I've paid a little bit more attention than that. And so, you know, and so when I've heard, you know, Janet mocking certain people again, it's always a, the male to, to female who gets the attention. And I hear them say certain things and everybody's like, yes, yes, that's right. And I'll be like, mm, I don't, I don't think that's right. I'm not trans, but I don't think that's right. I don't agree with that. Like one time Janet Mark gave this interview and they asked her about, you know, did she notice a difference between when she was a man and she was a woman as far as privilege goes? And she was like, no, because you know, I was all, she gave some old super, you know, what the fuck ever answer. Oh, I, I don't like Janet Mark. I think she's pretentious for no reason. And you know, she goes on shows as a trans woman and then acts like nobody's supposed to ask her about being a trans woman but that's the whole reason you're there like you're you're I mean you got some books and stuff now but aren't even your books are about being trans it's like she wants to go on the show and just be like she was born a woman and nobody's supposed to ask her anything but it's like sis you're only here because you're trans it's like if RuPaul goes on the show and nobody asks him about Drina Drag Queen like you're only here because of that like yeah you're RuPaul who's famous for being a drag queen so she does that and I'm just like so what is the point of this so anyway in one of these interviews she was saying that you know, she wasn't privileged because she was trans. And I rolled my eyes at that immediately because I was like, if you're trying to tell me that you, as a man, presenting as a man and looking like a man didn't get the privilege of being a man because in your mind you were trans or a woman on the inside, you are, that's not true. And I don't have to be trans to know that's not true because I'm a woman. And I know that women and men are treated equally. Even my gay are not viewed the same even my gay ass, who all the time they don't even know, and that's how I know, because all the time they don't even know I'm a woman, like they, they, they depending on, because, you know, some days I dress a little harder than other days, you know, a little more, a little more dikey than other days, and they think I'm a dude, and when they think I'm a dude, I get treated different, when I walk down the street, old niggas nod, give me the old nigga nod, they give me the what's up, you know, all of that, because they think I'm a dude, and then some other days when they figure out I'm not, and oh, that's a dyke, the whole attitude be different, so I know for a fact, that that is not true, and I've read articles from trans men, so women to men, who have gone, and they all say that, they say the first thing I noticed when I became a man was immediately I was treated different by men, he was like when I was a woman, you know, whether I was at work if I said something, they was speaking over me, or they was repeat the same thing I say, you know, mansplaining, he was like but when I, when, when I was a man I would say any fucking thing, I would say the coffee is hot, and people be like coffee hot, you know, they just, she's, they, they, they all say that it's an instant respect, there's an instant privilege, like, it's a certain shit they don't have to worry about no more, they don't get cat call, and so, um, you know, I just wish they would cover that more, because I feel like the conversation and the, it's all driven by the trans women, and I don't think that everything that they're saying is true, it might be true to them, it might true to, be true to their experience, but I don't think that it's true generally, and I think there's definitely a difference between, um, being, you know, a trans man and a trans woman, and I think that we don't get to hear from men, uh, the trans men a lot, and I think we should, and I said it all to say that this article came out recently about Morehouse is now, they're letting in trans men into Morehouse, but they won't let trans women into Morehouse, and some people seem to think this is an outrage, now again, I'm not trans, I'm not attempting to speak for trans, if there's anybody trans want to cuss me the fuck out, tell me I don't the fuck I'm talking about, and I'm wrong, fine, but my opinion is that I don't have an issue with that, because I have studied and read about what trans is, and what they all say is, again, they feel like they are born in the wrong body, there's a difference between gender and sex and sexuality and gender expression and all that, and they're like, I'm a woman, and I'm trapped in this man's body, and I want to have the surgery so that my, um, 
I don't know, what do you call it? My inner soul or whatever, whatever it is that is us that's not our body matches my body. And they all say when they transfer, no, I'm a woman now or I'm a man now, okay? That's what I understand trans. If I'm wrong, let me know, but I don't think I am. And so Morehouse College is a college for men. It's an all-men's college. Spelman is an all-women's college. So if you're a trans woman and you and as a trans woman, what that means is you're a woman now, you're not a man, then I don't think you should be able to go to Morehouse because Morehouse is a man's college. Go to Spelman because you're a woman. Spelman is a woman's college. I wouldn't expect to see a woman at Morehouse. And if you're telling me that, you know, if, and the, the, the explanation I've heard is that we'll know because, you know, um, I don't know, some explanation about how somehow you know, it's not the same, and I'm like, no, 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 you can't have it both ways, you cannot have it both ways, if the explanation is that you're a trans woman, is that you are really a woman, and you just need to have surgery to make your body match, now your body match, you are a woman, you don't have a penis, you take your hormones with estrogen, you have your, your breast, you have your top and your bottom surgery, you know, all of that, and you are a female, then you're a female, you're not a man anymore, so you can't go to the man's school, so it makes sense that they would let trans men because they've had their bottom and their top surgery and they take their their uh, uh, hormones and they're men. So they get to go because Morehouse is a school for men. So if you're a trans woman, I don't know why you're trying to maintain this thing. Now I get it for those who are who. This is this is the situation I can understand. If you were admitted as a man and then you know along your journey, I don't know how this would ever be, because from what I understand, it, it you can't get that, maybe you can, I don't know, but most people don't know, get it in four years, because I think there's like a whole process you have to go through, but let's say you do, let's say from freshman year to senior year, you go through this whole transformation, now you become a woman, then yeah, they should let you graduate, because you already matriculated as a male, and it's just, you know, they should just go ahead and let you graduate, but I don't think they're wrong to not to let trans men in, but not trans women, go to Spelman, that's the college for women, and you're a woman now, Y'all gonna be mad? I don't. I actually, I don't. I don't know why you would be mad. I don't think that's unreasonable. I don't think that's anti-trans. I don't think that's homophobic. Nobody's saying that you're less than or that you're. But it's a boys' school, and you're not a boy, right? So, I, why should you be admitted? It's a school for boys, not a school for women. You're a trans woman. You have become a woman, as is your right, and as you should, to you know, make yourself whole and live your life the way you want to because it's yours and not nobody else's, well, I don't think you should be able to go to Morehouse. I don't think that's a horrible thing. I think it's actually enlightened for them to let the trans men in, to recognize, okay, there are people who who have this operation and who change and who change their, their sex and their gender, and they're men now, so that's fine. We accept that science and we accept that reality, and if they can apply and get in, then we will let them in because they are men, and this is a man's school, and we're not going to discriminate against them. So, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at it. I, I I don't I think that's correct. I think that's the correct thing to do. Um Yeah. Uh I've been trying to go back and forth. This is long rants on both of these, so I've been trying to figure out which one I want to do first. Um let's go with the Notre Dame and the church fire. So Notre Dame Cathedral, it did not burn completely down, thank God, but the, the spire and a good portion of it did. 
Notre Dame, if you don't know, is, is, a, is a medieval church. It was born, it was built originally in the 14th century, in like 1300s, the middle of like the Middle Ages, prior to slavery, prior, prior, prior to the transatlantic slave trade, prior to discovery, the quote figures discovery of America, prior to a lot of shit, prior to the Renaissance, because the Renaissance didn't start until um, the uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth I was, um, so that's the 16th century this is the 14th century, this is 200 years before that, okay, this is actually before the War of Roses that I just told y'all about earlier, this is this is medieval Europe, this is, nobody can read the plague, the black death everybody's illiterate Europe is when Notre Dame was built um, and it's burnt before and been, and be real, been um, rebuilt before, but still, in America, I always tell people, like, when you leave, some people don't, you know, part of the reason you have to travel, is a lot of reasons, but part of it is so you can understand history, and you can understand how young we are as a country, the United States was came to be in 1776, our oldest buildings, like, oldest, it's like you go to Jamestown, they're from the 1600s, which is 17th century, like, you know, you go to, um, Pennsylvania, I think, well, we know the first settlement, Massachusetts, no Massachusetts, I think the oldest settlement we know is in Virginia so you go down there, and that was from like the um, the late 1500s that's as old as we get and that is the oldest, most of our stuff Philadelphia, Boston, all the things on the East Coast, this from the, it's from the um, 18th century, it's from the 1700s Independence Hall is from um, 17 something the Liberty Bell, 17 something all that stuff is 17th century, that's nothing when you go over, to, compared to a cathedral born and built in the 1300s, but when <laughs> this continent was unknown wilderness, natives running free, minding their business, you know, Africa un, un, running free, My wasn't colonized and wasn't even visited nothing, you know, everybody just minding their business, <laughs> not tortured by the white man, you know what I'm saying like, long time ago um, and it burned, and like, you know, again, some of you knuckleheads on there, ah, who can't, listen, I don't like to see historical things burn, because they're old, and we see now what happens when you forget history, and when people try to rewrite, people right now trying to rewrite history from five minutes ago, I dropped the paper, you didn't drop the paper, no, I dropped the paper, no, you didn't drop the paper, you just think you dropped the paper, oh, you, you know, this, this is where we at now, where everybody's a clown, everybody trying to rewrite everything, and everybody's foolish, and that's what happens when you forget your history. So that's why, you know, I'm not cheering for, you know, that, you know, I'm not religious. I didn't give a fuck about the church, you know, at the church part. But you know how much art and historical things are in Notre Dame? And it itself is a piece of art and a historical thing. To see it burn is a horrible feeling. It's just not good. Same thing when the thing in Brazil burnt. Like, you should, that should bother you because, especially in 2019, where, again, we have things happening right in our face and people trying to rewrite things and tell us that they didn't happen five minutes ago. You know? Oceania is no longer at, at war with whatever. I can't remember all the country. I always remember Oceania, but I can't remember all the other countries from 1984. But if you read 1984, you know what I'm talking about. Five seconds ago, Atlantica, Atlantic was at the war with Oceania. Oh, now we no longer... Like, that's what we're living in right now, where they try to rewrite shit. What you see, you didn't see it. Oh, no, I didn't say that. I said this. Oh, no, I didn't promise that. Oh, that was Obama. Obama did that. That's what we're living in right now. That's what's the danger of, of, of losing and forgetting history, right? So it was a horrible thing. But... The other thing that kind of kicked up, you know, so all these billionaires and everything, they're coming together and they're donating money for to rebuild Notre Dame, as they should. 
you know, and as they were going to, like, it's a historical thing, okay, people talking about, oh, well, you know, they could lose all that money, and that's true, yes, they could use all that money to help all this problem, but they're not going to, so I don't know why you're on the, on the internet banging about it. they're not going to, they're white people, they're Europeans, they're just not going to, we all know that, yes, the billionaires can help feed the world, but they're not going to, they, but they're going to rebuild Notre Dame, but the other thing I saw was, well, why wasn't this done for the church fires, the black churches that were burnt in America? Valid point. But here's what I'll say. Um, yes, those are historical, but like I said earlier, you know, the oldest, most of them are 1800. Not that, not, that that, not that that means they should be burned. We know they were burned for racial reasons, but I'm saying, like, y'all, the analogy is not exactly the same. Like, Notre Dame is has way more value as a historical artifact than the church is here, just because of the art, there's no like, oh, you know, there's no renaissance paintings, there's no, there's no classics in all of these great works of art by great historical people in these black churches, doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they're not also historical but the scale is different, like yes they're very, they're black churches, they're very important a lot of them were part of the Underground Railroad, a lot of them you know, key to the Civil Rights Movement, yes they're historical too, but it's not they're not the same comparison. They're not like priceless works of arts there. They're not classic works of art in, in, in these churches, right? There are other things that need to be preserved, and we know that they're being burned down for racial reasons, but that, that's not the same thing. But the other thing that really bothered me is like, now, this is, this is what I'm talking about when I get annoyed, when I say like brand woke and all these people are fake, this is kind of what I, I, I'm talking about, because I am never one to count anybody's pockets, and I am never one to say what celebrities need to do or don't do, however you know, when I see people on Instagram these rappers and athletes and all of that on the Instagram, spending 200 grand on a necklace and I think to myself, you know you how many kids you could put through four years of college and grad school on 200 grand you know, you can put one child, one one person through four years of college and grad school on 200 grand. Now, do you have to do that? No. But it's like, do you need that chain? You don't. You don't need that chain. You're just buying that chain. I don't make a lot of money, but I make enough to know that there's a certain point where you get enough money and you're just buying shit to buy it. I know because I've reached that point. I was doing it with sneakers and watches and some stupid shit. And I just was like, you don't even need those sneakers. You just like them. You got them. You're going to wear them for one outfit and you're going to put them in the closet. You're going to forget you have. I go to my closet now and see sneakers that I forgot I had. And so I was like, you know, just stop. Like, stop buying. Like, just get, you know figure out the pair you really want, or the ones you're really gonna rock with, and get those, but you don't need all these sneakers, and so I've really cut back on the sneakers I've been buying, I used to buy just sneakers just to buy them, you know, now I, I don't do that anymore, and so I said, I, so I know that there's a, I know there's a point where you're just buying shit to buy it, and if you're just buying shit to buy it, why, why spend 200 grand on, on a necklace, why don't you just say, you know what, hey, um, you know, you in Atlanta, wherever you at, go down to, like, your, your local high school, hey, we got any seniors, anybody getting into college, or been admitted, they applying for financial aid, or they don't know how they're gonna pay, you know what, here you go, pay for their four years tuition, here you go, do that, I get tired of black people, every time something happens, y'all on the internet crying, and this, and, and that, and why don't they care about that, cause they don't, they don't care about us, so stop begging them to care about us, it's, those black churches, I'm pretty sure, and I'm not saying it hasn't been done, I actually heard it was a GoFundMe, that's great, but it's times like that, like, don't get on the internet, like, this is why these celebrities with their fake, you know, Meek Mill with the fake, you know, mass and car, all this bullshit, it's all for show, y'all not really doing nothing, now Jay-Z does, Beyonce does, Rihanna does, we know, we've heard the stories of them, of them donating, but that's so few, but, the, but, like, dog, it will only take 
two people to be like, yo, 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 let's build our black churches back up, you know, these black colleges going out, going out of business, why are they going out of business, yo, let's get them the money, no, you got a hundred, you got 70 million, you dedicated to USC though, USC don't need that 70 million, you could have took that same 70 million and rescued every HBCU in the country, and again, I'm not saying you gotta do it, you can do whatever you want, but it's like, if we're gonna be crying and complaining about who ain't doing what for us, we don't, let's do shit for ourselves, why, I'm tired of everybody always waiting for the white people, they don't give a fuck, they don't care about you, but we have all this money and wealth in the black community, and all we do is spend it on bullshit, that's how we got over here in the first place, how we got slaves in the first place, cause the, I hate to break it to you, but the white man wasn't crawling on, on, you know, all fours, snatching us up to, from Africa and bringing us to slaves, it was our own people selling us, because they was like, oh yeah, okay, sure, take them, oh gold, oh oil, you know, that's how we got here, and I just, I just get so frustrated with that, like, if you want to put, you want to put money into building the church, put money into it, yeah, it's important, it's, it's important to us, it's important to black American history, those are, those are historical churches, those were built a long time ago, a lot of them, again, you know, keys to slavery, keys to underground world, world, just, just put the money in, put the money in, nobody gotta ask y'all to donate to, you know, Puerto Rico, and all these other places, and, and the immigrants, and all that, and the refugees, and I'm not saying they don't need no money, but like, everybody else take care of what they wanna take care of, we don't take care of what we wanna take care of, we begging them to take care of that shit too, and I'm just like, enough like the white people, yes, they gonna rebuild Notre Dame, what that got to do with you, you wanna rebuild the black churches, we can rebuild them you know, and I'm not talking about just the celebrities, doctors, lawyers, all of a sudden with these fancy degrees that make some money too, hey, put something on it, and we did, like I said, it's a group for me to build them up, but like, stop that shit, I can't stand that, because again, I'll see you on the Instagram, which is, you know, 200 grand chain, buying, I just saw the new Lamborghini, it's a million dollars, nigga, there is no car I'm ever paying, I don't care how rich I am, a million dollars for a car is stupid, for what? a million dollars, there's, why would I ever pay that, I think 200 grand for cars too much, but whatever, you know, if you got it, and you want to drive a nice car, that's not ridiculous, you know, but a million dollars, what car is worth a million dollars, give me a fucking break, you know how many kids you can put to school, so God bless Oprah, who put all them kids to school, there's people out here doing it, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, I'm sorry, I'm tired of that always being the first response, oh, then what about the black churches, what about them, niggas, start to go for me, and let's build our own shit, stop looking at them to build our shit, we gonna build our wealth, then we gotta build our wealth, you know, segregation wasn't, sorry, integration, you know, I don't think that was a good idea, you know, and I know hindsight is twenty twenty, and we sitting here in 2019, but like, I don't think that Martin Luther King and them, if they knew, if they would have known that, you know, integration was gonna be, it wasn't gonna be no more black businesses, that we weren't gonna have any source of wealth, that we were gonna be, you know, always trying to bump up against these white people, trying to get our peace, I, I don't think that that's what the point of integration was, the point of integration was you motherfuckers not allowed to keep us out of no place cause we black, cause it say on a piece of paper that you can't do it, so you can't do it, but, but, you know, it got turn into like this holy grail thing to where now, you know, the white man's ice is colder white is right, you ain't really doing it like, you know, Nicki Minaj, this is the upper echelon, you ain't really upper echelon unless, you know, you with the white folks and also, you gotta have a Jewish lawyer and you gotta have a white accountant on cause you think that's better, you think that's glossy you think that means you made it, and I'm saying that I don't think that means that we made it I think that means we doing bad, because you know, it's all, it, you know y'all James, like, I'm a domino, only few blacks who I go, well, it's a reason for that, bruh, because when y'all get up there, you know, everybody used to talk about diversity as far as create, you know, the, the actors want to be diverse, and we want to have diverse movies, but y'all don't, y'all don't 
think about the other side, the reason why you can't get a lot of what you want to do done, cause they know it, it, uh, all the execs are still white, all the people that hold the money is still white, and when y'all get up to y'all certain level, y'all can't have, you know, you gotta have a white lawyer, cause the white lawyer has connections, why do you think he has connections? Because he got the connections, because he knows that all he gotta do is sit and wait, and when you get big enough, he gonna be able to steal you from your, your lawyer, if you stick with your lawyer, and you deter, and you, the same way the WGA, the thing with the WGA and the talent agents going on now, where the union is demanding that the talent agents do what they want, and the talent agents are like, no, if you demand, this is my lawyer, you gonna have to deal with him, then guess what, they gonna have to deal with him if they want you, that's that's how Hollywood started because the Jewish people were were kept out of the, of the you know the, the wasp shit and so they started their own shit. So, you know I just don't I just don't have a lot of patience. Twenty nineteen and we still dealing with a lot of shit because you know everybody niggas you know shit get off the pot. So you know I'm sorry Notre Dame burnt down, but I'm tired of you motherfuckers crying for somebody to give a fuck about you and put your put your own fucking dollars in stop thinking everything the white, you stop thinking a white man gotta save you for everything we gotta sit around with the white, everything white right is better, I can't he's a sucker, you the biggest sucker in the world that's how, that's why we can't ever break out because we out of slavery on our bodies, but your mind is still in chains, cause you still think that that white man gotta touch you on your shoulder to make you something, or to make you somebody, or to make you better than the next one, you still think that you gotta, you know, fit in and assimilate and, and get him to like you, for you to be somebody, and that's why you ain't nobody so, enough on that, and then this last rant, you know, I was gonna save it, but, um, I just, I'm really, well, it came up yesterday, because people were saying about, you know, the how this boot gig, what the fuck his name is, guy, and how, how do, how it seems like only certain candidates get media coverage and the Kamala Harris's and the Castro's who are actually really the viable candidates as you all are gonna see don't get any at all and um, actually I don't really mind that because I think these these white liberal candidates are, like I told y'all last week, it's no way it's, like you can't be serious if you don't, you, there's no way you think that they're gonna elect a white gay male it's, I don't you can't be serious, so none of these guys that are getting attention now I think are viable, and I think they're gonna be there and I actually like it that Kamala and Castro are able to fly under the radar because I think they're the front runners I think they're the, I think the, those two on a ticket is the winning ticket, and I think that the longer they stay under and don't, you know, get that shine when the shit really picks up and we really get when the rubber really hits the road then you're gonna really see the work that they've been doing, because I keep hearing that, but what's she doing, what's she, she's, she's doing the work on the ground that you need to do to be viable to win, that's what she's doing, that's what Castro's doing, um, but, you know, I'm just like, I mean, I've said this before, but like, I am so tired of you people, you fucking people, wanting every candidate to be perfect if I hear, I hear way more black people than white people I vote for Kamala, Kamala ain't shit Kamala ain't, first of all, you don't have your facts, that's the first thing 
because everything you're saying is not true, because you're saying that Kamala Harris, like, first of all, all that she locked people up, listen, I don't even have no conversation for that, y'all sound dumb to me, we, we, we have prosecutors, defense attorney, and cops, and they, you know why, because we need them, because when you break the law, people put you in jail, and I'm not just gonna be arguing with you niggas about that shit, oh, we shouldn't have jail, nigga, listen, go over there and talk about that shit, I ain't, I ain't got no words for y'all, you talk, okay, you, I don't know what world you live in, but it's not this one, um, I don't care about that, yeah, she put people in jail, she's supposed to put people in jail, what I think is funny is, everybody's up Beatles ass about his talking about criminal justice reform, all he's saying is the things that are in Kamala's plan that she's already implemented, so my point, you motherfuckers, like, y'all just, y'all just don't like people to not like people, cause the shit you're saying is not even based in fact, the arguments y'all are making are not based, oh, she, li- everybody, like, niggas get locked up, niggas go to jail, you know, it's, it, it's, it's what, a, it's what, an, it's what an AG does, it's what a DA does, that's their job, nigga come and hit you in the back of your head and you press charges, somebody gotta put them in jail, that's her job, I don't know what to tell you, um, but I'm just tired of like, black people, like, listen, these white dudes, like I told you last week, nobody, no white dude is going to beat Trump, they're not gonna trade in Trump for some other white dude, they're just not, the person that's gonna beat Trump has to know how to deal with a bully, and if there's anybody who knows how to deal with a bully, it is a black woman, it's Kamala Harris, she showed you on her Senate, on her Senate panels, she is going to know how to approach Trump, and she is going to, he's gonna get pissed, because she's racist, and he thinks that, you know, she's a black woman, and who, and I'm telling you, you're gonna see him unravel in these, in these, in these debates, you're gonna see him get frazzled, because he can't fight, and we know he's a punk, he don't try Maxine, he'll try on the tweets, but he don't try on purpose, and we know he's a punk, okay, and I'm gonna tell you who else is gonna, who's gonna uh, crash and burn debating Kamala, Joe Biden, cause Joe Biden's gonna do that white man thing they do, where either they mansplain, or they talk down, or they condescend, what they always do, and it's gonna be a terrible look, but I need all you motherfuckers, we need to have the person who can beat Trump, and you motherfuckers keep stepping up to the plate, and trying to swing and hit a home run every time, we did not get to this point by swinging and running and hitting a home run every time, we got to this point by little pinks and dinks and singles and runoffs and bunts, that's how the Republican Party has a fucking vice around our necks, and everybody's talking about, they tired of these candidates to come in and they say they're gonna do this, and they, I don't even know what y'all talking about, cause we only had two, we had Obama and Clinton, cause you can't win fucking elections, and I just don't understand your logic, you keep saying you want these candidates that are gonna do something, people, you have to win, if you don't vote for the people who are not 100% against you, which is what the Republicans are, if you don't vote for the person that is not one, you're never going to get these things for the people, there's no one person that's going to come in in four years, eight years, and change 200 years of fucking oppression, it's just not going to fucking happen, I don't understand what you don't understand about that, no candidate is perfect, Kamala is not perfect, Obama was not perfect, the point is, you need to be in there to do shit, okay, and this shit that everybody's talking about, you need a safe candidate, you, that shit is going, you're going to lose, the time for the safe candidate 
was Obama. Obama had gone in for eight years, he got the shit right, and the safe thing to do was to put Hillary in there to carry it on. But no, you didn't do that, you sunk us into war, and now we at war, and you can't have the safe candidate at war. At, at war, you need to go get Daenerys Targaryen, the one that could come in with the dragons and burn all these bitches up and lay everybody fucking down and make them bend the knee. That is where we are, and you motherfuckers are not getting it. Y'all talking about the gotta be a white man, and gotta be safe, you're gonna fucking play yourselves you're gonna fucking lose the person that is going to beat Trump is not gonna be a white person it is gonna be a person who represents the people in this country who are being hurt and harmed by these racist motherfuckers okay that's who it has to be, it can't be a white person talking to us, they don't have stakes in it, they don't have stakes in it they, if they if, if, if Trump wins again they are not gonna be harmed, they can give that shit lip service, they can feel really bad about it, they're not gonna be harmed, it's gonna be us, it's gonna be our rights who are rolled back, it's gonna be our lives that are affected, they're not gonna beat him, they're not, so I need everybody to cut the bullshit and get on the train, you have to vote for the person who is going to beat him, because you can't change shit if you don't win, and all this bullshit y'all talking about, what am I, she's not addressing my issue, we, your issues, sis and bro, you have to put them to the back, we will get to them, okay, your grandfathers, my mother and father and grandmothers and grandfathers lived through nothing but Jim Crow and racism, oppression, their whole fucking lives, and their mother's lives, and their mother's lives, they lived through decade after decade of oppression, but you know what they did, they marched, and they voted, they marched, and they voted, and they got, you know, a little bit, and a little bit, and a little bit, and you motherfuckers are 25, 30 years old, I'm tired of people letting us say, what the fuck are you even talking about, you ain't, you don't even know what you're talking you are so fucking privileged that you grew up with a black president, you don't even understand how stupid you sound when you say that shit to the rest of us like you, what are you talking about? nigga, you got a college education, nobody's hanging you from trees, there's no Ku Klux Klan running around, you can go in any store you want there's no white fountains and black fountains, they used to be that shit but progress, and now here y'all little spoiled motherfuckers come with y'all little single individual issues and, and we about to go back to 1900 like I, I, I can't, I can't abide you motherfucker, you sound so stupid, you don't vote on one issue, you vote strategically, not tactically, tactically is what you do once you set your strategy in place, then you start doing tactics, you motherfucker, oh she's the president, it doesn't matter, you have to be Trump, because if Trump gets another four years, nigga, we not gonna make it, we are barely holding on, and barely, and he's done damage already, that's irrevocable by all these judges, see, that's, that's the other thing that's important, why you have to vote, because it's not just about who's in the White House, they get to appoint, that he has appointed judges that are going to have an effect for the next 30, 40, 50 years, abortion and all this shit that they're doing now, because those are his appointees, the reason we can't see the Mueller report, because of his appointees, I need y'all to get y'all heads out y'all's asses, Kamala is the only viable candidate who has a chance to beat Trump, you let these white people tell you it's different if you want to, they they cannot imagine a world where they are not centered they cannot imagine a world still to this day where Hillary Clinton got more votes but because of the way the electoral college works, she's not president now, and because of the Russian hack, they still can't even tell the truth about that you still got these people out here, still won't admit that 
Trump won with assistance of the Russians and part of that assistance was Bernie Sanders and Jill Stein that a lot of you knuckleheads voted for no matter how many times we told you not to do that shit, cause hey ho, last time when you were five, and we all were voting as grown adults, we saw the vote split, and that's how we got George Bush, but no, y'all know every five, oh, it doesn't, you should vote your conscience, you should vote, no you shouldn't, because they want you to do that, because it is a zero sum game, we are a two system country, we don't do the third vote, we don't do it like those other countries, we don't do it like that, so the vote, you have to vote for one candidate, or you vote for the other, that's it, if you vote for third candidate, that's a, a vote for the other, that's not, a, they're not gonna win, you're wasting your vote, you're taking that vote away from the candidate, from Hillary Clinton, if you don't vote for, for Hillary Clinton, then you're voting for Donald Trump, because all of Donald Trump's voters are gonna vote for Donald Trump, we need all the Hillary Clintons, because they're more to vote for Hillary Clinton, but y'all game, y'all want to play games, and we ain't get enough, so, I I just, I'm starting to worry, because, it's 2019, almost summer, and I don't see any, a lot of people are just still stuck on stupid, and they're still acting like it's still 2016, like the midterms didn't happen, Nancy Pelosi out here talking about the liberal arm is only five people, okay sis, you sound very tone deaf, and you are not reading the room, at all, you keep saying we're gonna hold the middle, I don't know who you think the middle is, the country is extremely divided, there's Trump voters, and there's everybody else, there is no middle, I don't know what you are talking about, but I, I tell you what I do know, I know that in 2020, whether Trump wins or not, you motherfucking Democrats gonna be swept out, just like everybody else, this, this, it's only five now, that was five shots over the, over the, over the, bar, over the uh, bow, and, and y'all don't seem to be getting the, the point, y'all don't seem to be getting the point, and y'all want to keep giving Nancy these roses for these little small victories she getting, but I, I mean, you know, she said no to a border wall, <laughs> that's, that's the least, like, who was gonna say, anybody, <laughs> like, no, we're not, you know, we're not gonna build a wall, like, stupid shit, okay, great, um, you know, she didn't allow, she, she didn't open up, but he shut the government down, she let it stay shut down, okay, ba- basic, like, I don't, you know, so, I'm starting to get worried, I'm not losing my optimism but I'm starting to get worried because I, people I don't see anybody learning anything and I see people just going straight ahead same thing it did in 2016 I think it's too many candidates I need some of these candidates to start falling off but again, the ray of hope I have Kamala Harris is a very smart woman she's extremely smart and I think that she knows what she's doing and I think that she's doing, putting her ducks in a row and I think that she's being smart because you don't want to be the one to stick your head up early because if you look back past all elections for like the past that I can remember, the guy that was the front runner initially did not win, Barack Obama came out of nowhere Bill Clinton came out of nowhere Ronald Reagan came out of nowhere um, the only one that actually uh, rolled right in for vice president was George Bush and he was a one term president so you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm optimistic, but I'm worried, because I don't trust you fucking people, because you're not smart, and you're not getting any smarter, you're actually going in the opposite direction, you know how I know, because Bernie still has people coming out to see him, Bernie is not gonna win, Bernie does not have the black vote, Bernie harmed Hillary, Bernie is the reason that Trump is in there, because when it became apparent that the Russians were using his candidacy to hurt Hillary Clinton, what he should have did, done, was drop out, so that that couldn't happen, he's not running, so everybody, the Russians, they're trying to split the vote so that Trump can win, I'm gonna drop out because I'm not gonna win, clearly, so, 
go ahead and vote for Hillary Clinton, and then we'll work together after. He didn't do that. So, fuck Bernie Sanders. Um, I think him, Biden, Beto, Buttigieg, whatever fuck his name is, I don't, I think they're all gonna fall in their face. Gillibrand, I don't see it for either. Um, so I think, you know, I think a lot of people like Warren, I like Warren too, like I said, she's not presidential though, and I think that when the debates occur, it's gonna be become apparent that she's not presidential. I, I can I just can, I can just see Trump baiting her all over the place, and I can just see her doing her dramatics and her over exaggerated sides and her hand motions, and I just don't think it's gonna go over well. Um, she's gonna look like the stereotype of the nagging white woman that you know they're gonna throw on her anyway. Um, it's gonna be Kamala. I, I just I, I it's gonna be Kamala. Kamala's the only one with the poise, the ability, and the and the and the wherewithal to take on Trump. Um, she's gonna be the Gail King to Trump, to Trump's R. Kelly. That's exactly how it's gonna be. You watch what I tell you. Um, alright, yeah, that's it. I'm running, mm, actually running a lot long. Okay, um, yeah, so, the Jordan 4s are coming out on the 4th. I'll put a picture up. I know, um, uh, again, sneakers are trash. Um, I don't know, maybe I'll put some classics up, I don't know, but I'll put the Jordan 4s up, they're coming out, um, but that's it on the Genghis Kicks, like, I'm t- I don't know, I'm tired, I'm tired of these ugly ass shoes, I don't know what's going on, I just, I, just, I need, that's a need, that's a, I need y'all to get Trump out of here, because we are in a tacky tacky era, and I just don't understand when it's gonna stop, um, alright, so anyway, um, so I made it up to y'all, last week was kinda short, so here you go, um, thanks for listening, please rate me, like me, tell your friends, again, I'm coming with the YouTube, I'm coming to prove just gotta figure it out, um, you know, you can at me on, at, at Twitter, at KMGZ, you can follow me on Instagram, please, my Instagram is thirsty, man, my Twitter is, is, is dope, my Instagram is like, y'all, yeah, niggas like I'm ugly or some shit, man, like, I don't know, maybe I'll start showing some elbow on there or something, um, the podcast email, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com, um, I don't check it often, though. It's just easy to hit me at KMGZ on Twitter. Um, thanks for listening. I appreciate y'all. I see, I see y'all shouting me out. I've run into quite a few people shouting me out, fucking noticing and recognizing me, which always throws me off, because I ain't nobody. But, you know, thanks for listening to Thanks for Asking Pels, Kel's Podcast. Check me out on um, uh, Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, I'm pending Spotify, pending Stitcher, I think I'm on Google Play too, um, I don't even know what that is, but it's something for you Google people, but I'm on there too, alright y'all, um, thanks for coming out, God bless, Good night.